You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Raider Nation, it's Scott Branson, host of Silver and Black today. On behalf of the entire organization here, the Odyssey Sports family, my co-host Mo Moten, my producer David Stepani, we just want to wish our best to DeMar Hamlin, his family, and continued prayers for the tragedy that we saw occur before our eyes on the field in Cincinnati on Monday night. This is an episode we recorded yesterday, but out of respect for DeMar, his family, and the entire NFL community, we held on to this episode and to air on Wednesday instead. So that's what you'll hear now. But we implore you, please continue to pray for DeMar Hamlin, his family, and everybody in the NFL. There are things bigger than football, and of course, life, especially of a 24-year-old young man, much more important than that. So again, please keep them in your prayers and your thoughts, and just remember how important life is. And as much as we love and have a passion for football, it is nothing compared to the life of a young man. It's time. Time for Silver and Black today. To the ground game. Touchdown Las Vegas. We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field. And bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get, get it, it on. Here's your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday, Raider Nation. Welcome back to Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast where we talk nothing but Las Vegas Raiders football. Your guides through the next bit here on the show. I am Scott Branson, your host. You can follow me at, on Twitter at LV Gully. You can also follow my co-host. He is one Mr. Mo Moten. That's with an E for your Mo, by the way. He is the national NFL writer over at Bleacher Report. Also, the Raiders columnist up on sportsnot.com. Follow him on Twitter at M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. All right, Mo, we get the first time to talk to you since the game on Sunday. Uh, it was a great game. Of course, not great for the Raiders again because they lose. They again blow their fifth double-digit lead in the second half, that is the bad. The good, we're going to start with the good, and that, of course, was Jarrett Stidham coming in. We have the Derek Carr situation last week, dominated the news cycle, divided Raider Nation again, at least a little bit. Uh, but Jarrett Stidham comes in, and I'm going to read some of these things to you because 
we went over him the other night on the postgame show, Mo, but to look at what Jared Stidham, I think people are like, oh, it's only one game. And, and that's true. And we're going to get into that in a second. But 23 of 34, 67, almost 68% completion rate, 365 yards, three touchdowns, the two picks, including the one at the end, which was not good, 108.1 passer rating, also rushed for 34 yards. Stidham's 365 yards, by the way, passing are the most in a single game by a Raiders QB since week 12 of the 2021 season. That was Derek Carr, who threw for 373. Also... Uh, among NFL quarterbacks in their first career start, Mo, 365 passing yards is the sixth most in NFL history. History. Stidham's performance marked the first game of 350 plus passing yards and three touchdown passing, uh, excuse me, touchdown passes by a Raiders quarterback since week 13 of 2020. Of course, Derek Carr, 381 and three. Um, and not only that, among Raider quarterbacks in their first career start in franchise history, his three touchdowns. Tied for the most since 2013 when Matt McCloin, I know everybody loves to hear that name, uh, did it as well. There's a bunch of other ones we're going to get through here too, Mo, but want to get your reaction to Jarrett Stidham's performance uh, and what it might mean for him with one more game as an audition and what it might mean, because I think you have a great take on what it actually means uh, for the Raiders moving forward at the quarterback position. First of all, I want to say my Jarrett Stidham jersey is in the mail. It's on the way. Uh, Number three. Stidham is what we're going to call him on the show. I know people like to go with Stiddy. I I heard uh, Studham. and I heard heard a lot of nice nicknames for Jarrett Stidham. But uh, I I had an immediate take after the game. And and like you said at the top of the show, this is not an overreaction show. So we're not claiming Jarrett Stidham is now going to be the starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders in 2023. But what I will say is, he put his name in the conversation to at least be on the roster and compete depending on who the Raiders add at the quarterback position. I think regardless of what happens against the Kansas City Chiefs, I think he's going to be a backup. If you remember when Josh McDaniels came over from New England, what is one of the first things that he did? He acquired Jared Stidham from the Patriots. So this is a guy that he already felt comfortable with. Jared Stidham knew the playbook already. He spent, I believe he was drafted in 2019 in a fourth round. So he has years of experience knowing how Josh McDaniels' system works. So I think going forward, Josh McDaniels, maybe he didn't expect Jared him to put up the numbers that he put up, but I'm sure he had confidence in Jared Stidham. You can tell in the play call that he trusted the quarterback. So again, I feel like Jared Stidham may not be the starter, but he's going to be in the mix to be at least QB2 at the very least. Yeah, and... And, and you're right. I mean, listen, he's got one more game to show it, and he's playing Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, but, Mo, I, I think you have to put it into perspective because, listen, again, I'm not making more out of it uh, as some fans are ready to, you know, as, as, as Murph said on the postgame show on Sunday, some fans are ready to give him a gold jacket after one game. We're not there. <laughs> not what we're doing he's here. Not, he's not Joe Montana yet? You mean? No, no, not no. Uh, and, but, but what I'll say, though, is <laughs> – um, he's got one more game to kind of show that and and to kind of buy it. I mean, listen, he's going to be a free agent, right? Because he was on a one-year deal or his rookie deal, so basically a one-year deal. So he's here, the the Raider, he gets the opportunity, and I don't want to showcase himself for the Raiders, but maybe for another opportunity. Um, I, I would guess that he would stick with the Raiders and be QB2 or who knows, depending on what they do in the offseason. Uh, but you look at this, and, and again, not making more out of it, but you look at the numbers and again, some of them are just eye-popping when you consider completed nine passes of 20-plus yards. Nine passes 
It's the most in a single game for a Raiders this season. In fact, his nine 20-yard completions are tied for the most by a Raiders quarterback in a single game since 2000. So you're talking 22 years since a quarterback had the deep ball uh, proficiency that Jarrett Stidham had. And that's the one thing I said the other night, Mo, and I want to get your reaction to this, was that's what impressed me most about him. I mean, I knew he would make mistakes, and he made two big ones with the interception, although one was tipped. But I will tell you this. The confidence level, the ability to step up, move in the pocket, create with his legs, and and not give up on plays too early were just incredible. And on the plays where he was flushed out of the pocket, where he had to figure out what to do and go through multiple reads, that's where he ended up completing these long passes, including two for touchdown. Before I go into that, I just want to say one thing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Don't treat Jared Stidham like he's some scrub. Right. I, I didn't, I didn't, I forgot all about this, but Vinny Bonsignor, the Las Vegas Review Journal, retweeted a 24-7 sports article where it showed that Jared Stidham was actually the number one recruited quarterback coming out of high school. Yeah. Remember, he's in this, he was in the same class with Kyler Murray. And Lamar Jackson. He, he I think Lamar Jackson was the one year, year behind. Yeah. So yeah. just just remember. Jared Stidham had some buzz coming out of high school, so this isn't some you know some scrub coming out of nowhere. But to your to your point about the the deep ball proficiency and getting the ball downfield, I think there's a combination of things at work here. One, as I just said, I think Josh McDaniels trusts Jared Stidham, knowing that he knows that playbook. And the other thing is, what does Jared Stidham have to lose? I mean, yeah. he's basically auditioning. <clears throat> Even though Josh McDaniels knows who's he, who he is, he's auditioning for a starting job. In his mind, he's thinking, I could win a starting job. Because think of it this way. Um, as I said on a previous show, not all quarterbacks are picked in the first round and become stars. Some some guys look at Dak Prescott. Uh, he took mm-hmm. advantage of Tony Romo getting hurt. He was a fourth rounder. Uh, Tony Romo himself was undrafted. I mean, so yeah. if you have the mentality that regardless of where I was drafted or how I signed with the team, I have a chance to start. You're going to let it all hang out. And that's what Jared Stidham did. The other thing is you touched on is escapability. When you have the ability to extend plays, you can get the ball downfield. That, that pass to Devontae Adams in the third quarter for that touchdown. That is because Jared Stidham was able to escape and he took bravely took a hit from two 49ers defenders before he got it down to Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams basically did the scramble drill, kept the play going move downfield and that's how that play happened it's a court if that was there and i don't want to compare Derek carr but there are a lot of times where Derek carr in those situations checks it down or throws it away jared stidham threw it downfield and and it worked out for him well and and that's where where i noticed the big difference and again we're we're not here to to bash Derek carr that's not what we're going to do uh and there's comparisons you can make we're going to in the second segment i'm going to talk about the carr brothers because there's some things afoot that are just puzzling. But anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. But with Derek Carr, you're right. You watch the film of Jared Stidham on Sunday, and you see, uh, when you watch the whole film and you can see the whole field, you see where many times he had. He had Foster Moreau or Darren Waller or Hunter Renfro in that that underneath route, wide open, 
But he also had Devontae Adams or uh, or Darren Waller a couple times open on the deep. He made the reads. And in fact, on the TV broadcast, Mo, you heard uh, Mark Sanchez, a former NFL quarterback, talking about how he liked how he saw Stidham going through his progressions. And I think that that to me was early on. You just noticed you noticed how confident he was. He knows the system. He taught he'll help teach the system to Derek Carr. Derek Carr mentioned it in the preseason, by the way. So he was there to help that team. And a bunch of the guys mentioned it after the game. But that ability to not only be comfortable in the system, but also that uh, that escapability. It's not about being a running quarterback. It's about being a mobile quarterback who can get outside the pocket. And that's yes. what we saw at Jared. That's why he was so successful against the best defense in the NFL. Absolutely. It's, it, it's like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to make this an anti Derek Carr episode. So I won't, I won't, you know, go into too many comparisons there, but if you look at the way Jared Stidham played and you look at Devontae Adams quote at the end of the game, he, I, I'm paraphrasing. Basically he said, yeah. Jared Stidham stay in the pocket. He had blood in his teeth when he came over to Devontae Adams, the guy sticks in the pocket and took some hits wasn't afraid to get hit. Not this is not to say that Derek Carr was afraid to get hit, but this is a guy who absorbed some hits that at times maybe you felt like, okay, Jared Stidham, you need to settle down and get down on the ground. Don't take too many hits yeah. because you don't want to get knocked out of the game. So I think that's that's, right. that's the balance that a quarterback with escapability has to wrestle with. When right. to get down and when to give yourself up and when to keep the play going. And on third down, you have to get it downfield. You have to chuck it down there. And he Jared Stidham did that to not, not to perfection, but at a high level, and and he deserves praise for that. He does. And listen, you have to compare him to Carr because that's who he replaced, right? I, I know what you're saying. But at the same time, I, and I said this, I think, on Monday morning, which was, look, you don't have to bash Derek Carr. You just you look at it from the perspective of both quarterbacks have unique talents. They have different talents. Jared Stidham can do things Derek Carr can't, can't do. And I think there's things Derek Carr can do because of his experience. You're talking about a nine-year starter in 142 career games. There's things he can do. Jarrett Stidham hasn't been able to do either yet. He's only played one game. So it's a small sample size. But that's why you have to be impressed with it because people who are saying, well, it's only one game, yes, but that's all you have to go on. And so you have to look at that. And until Jarrett Stidham goes out and throws for 80 yards and 18 interceptions in a game – you, you got to like what he's been able to do. And not only that, but you're right. He's talented. He's a kid who started, he was going to go to Baylor, transfers to Auburn. He played in, in that conference. So he played big time college football. This is not somebody who does not know what it's like to be under the microscope. And so this game against the 49ers, nobody was giving the Raiders a chance. Now you and I and Evan, our good friend, Evan Grote, we were talking about how we loved the plus nine and a half for the Raiders. And we turned out being right on that. We all made a little money, but at the same time, that's, what's more impressive to me. Now, again, they don't have film on him. So there was an advantage there because they didn't know what they were getting into. So I'm not going to make too much out of it, but still, this is not him going against the, going against a bad defense, like, like a Houston defense or one of those top or lower tier defenses. This was a damn good defense. And, and they, he got pressured. He didn't get sacked, but he got pressured a lot, got hit a lot. And he hung in there. Right, and he's going to play a weaker defense in the Kansas City Chiefs unit yeah. on Saturday. So I'm interested to see how that turns out. But to your point, you can be you could be happy for what Jared Stidham did and still yeah. understand that, yes, it is one game. So I think a lot of times on social media, it's got to be one extreme. Or the, you hear me say this all the time. It's got to be one extreme or the other. You have, It's either you're putting a gold jacket on Jared Stidham now <laughs> or, or you're being accused of being happy that the Raiders – 
uh, you're being too happy about a Raiders loss. And I think, I think with, with a lot of fans, and I, I could say it's because people have told me this in, in direct messages that yeah. they're not happy. That, of course, they're disappointed that the Raiders blew another, you know, double digit lead. This is the fifth one yeah. this season, most in NFL history. They're not happy about that. Of course, you always want to win football games. But what you have to understand is there are a lot of fans who wanted to see something different at the quarterback position and to see something different and to see that spark that Jarrett Stidham provided. It's exciting for a lot of fans because it gives them hope for the future that even if Jarrett Stidham is not the guy, it kind of mm-hmm. opens your eyes that there is life after the car era. And Correct. There's things that you could take from Jarrett Stidham that you would want in a young quarterback, such as his escapability. You know, such as the ability to not ability, but the decision making where he doesn't take the check down and goes for the deep ball. Now, again, there's give and take with that. You have to do it at the right time, but it mm-hmm. gives you hope for the future. Well, and fit with the system. And I think that's it. That's what I was saying as the decision was made. And, and for those of you who love Derek Carr, I got no problem with that. Like we all have favorite players. I think you're starting to see a lot of people who were fans of Derek Carr first and maybe of the Raiders second out there as well. And that's fine too. That's your choice. But I will say that when this happened, that's where I, th- I thought a lot of the fans who were, were kind of like, well, it's a bummer. We appreciate Derek, but, but I'm excited. They were excited because it was a change. They wanted to see something different, not just for the sake of doing things different, but because this team has kind of operated how it's operated with Derek Carr. And I think that this change was something people look forward to. And listen, they got a first act that was damn impressive again. And so we'll, we'll, we'll continue to, to watch how that goes. And he's got one more game. Make no mistake about it. 49ers number one ranked defense in yards and points allowed. And the Rays were able to go up and down the field for a, a lot of the, a lot of that game, especially in the first half. Now, of course, as you pointed out, Stidham did make some mistakes. It wasn't a perfect audition, no. but to come out in your first career start against the league's <laughs> best defense and put up those numbers, you have to give him credit for that. Absolutely. Just to put it into perspective, and again, this is this is what it is. Raiders quarterbacks with 350 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, and a hundred plus passer rating in a game since 2005. Okay, so Derek Carr's first season with 14. Um, there's only two quarterbacks. Derek Carr did it three times in 142 games, and Jared Stidham did it once in one game. Just to put it into perspective, I mean, that's not a knock against Carr. That just shows you how hard it is. Uh, at least for the Raiders franchise, and and Jared Sidham did it. So that's that's where we're at. There's all kinds of stats out there. People, some people don't like them because they think it's a burn on Derek Carr. It's not. It's just his facts are facts, numbers are numbers, and um, that's the Raiders' new quarterback. So you, we talk about him. By the way, the stat that I was impressed with: there are only two quarterbacks in the NFL who thrown for three touchdown passes against the 49ers defense. Yes, Pat Mahomes Pat. and Jared Stidham. Yes, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Those are the numbers. Those, those are the numbers. numbers. I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying Stidham's a Hall of Famer, but those are the numbers. And they square off against one another on Saturday mm-hmm. uh, as uh, with a number one seed possibly as the yep. prize for the Chiefs. So, so the Raiders can be big-time spoilers. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, I talked about we want to talk moving forward, but, but some things happened on Monday around the Derek Carr situation that we're going to get into a little bit um, and we'll talk about uh, because it, it blows my mind that we're actually going to talk about it, but we will. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Silver and Black today. He is Mo Moten. I am Scott Colbranson. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.